Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. This is the ContenderCast. It's Justin Hahnemann, and we're shining a light on bright ideas. And today we are talking candy. It's a topic we haven't talked about yet on the podcast, and I am uh, excited because my guest today, Kenny Joyle, uh, is joining us. So, Kenny, it is so great having you on the Contender Cast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. Okay, so and I love the consumer product space. I love retail. I love creating product, and I, that is our roadmap for today. We're going to talk with Kenny about launching this company called Snowflakes Candy. And if you haven't heard of Snowflakes Candy, you got to check it out. Um, and I'm, I just can't wait to dive into this with you. We're going to talk about building the business, um, getting it to market, building a brand. And so, Kenny, let's dive in with a simple question: How did you decide to start this company? Right, three years ago, how did you, how did this happen? Uh, you know, I pretty much started it because I am a terrible employee. That's <laughs> the main reason. <laughs> Tell uh, me more about that. <laughs> honest answer. Uh, had a few jobs along the way, and I kind of found that in every job I had, I was analyzing the business itself and the workflow, and maybe where the owners could maybe cut costs or improve margin or whatever it was. And I just felt no matter what I was doing, and even today, I still do this, of course, but I'm always analyzing, probably overanalyzing. And it got to the point where I was like, I just need to do this for myself because I saw so many flaws in a lot of the companies I was working with and for. And uh, I just I just wanted to do it for myself. I love that. Well, and I I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs in this podcast, and and I have a lot of friends that have started businesses. And usually, there is some common thread, or you know, around a couple of things. And one of them is what you just mentioned, which is kind of this healthy discomfort with the status quo. You know what I mean? Kind of the I I just can't see myself going to that same job forever and ever and ever and doing the same thing forever and ever and ever. And uh, so, how did you decide? Despite all of that, you wanted to get into the candy business. Uh, you know, uh, it was kind of uh, a point in time where I wanted to start my own business and I wanted it to be something that uh, I had interest in and more importantly, something that the public had interest in. And I was bouncing around ideas. What should I do? What should I really focus on? And the word xylitol at that point, it was, it's so unique. It sounds so strange. And it had come up a couple times. I've heard about it, really didn't know too much. And uh, eventually, I just started to look a little more into it. And I realized how popular it was, uh, especially in Europe. I realized that there's a huge market potential for it. Not a lot of companies are really going for it and producing any candy or products with it. And you know, I just saw the gap. I saw the void and more or less, I didn't want to look back when I was 80 or 90 and wonder what if. Right. Or have a regret. You know, yeah. Right. And for me, I think the, uh, the fear of regret was larger than the fear of failure. So I just wanted to try. I, I just had to give it a go. Wow. Well, I love that. And so for those of you that have not heard of Snowflakes Candy, let me just give you a little more background on it before we jump into the xylitol word, which you just heard. Um, this candy is actually healthy. <laughs> it's sugar-free. It's made with sustainable limited uh, ingredients. It is it, it, the natural sweetener, which we're going to talk about in a minute, comes from birch bark, which I think is amazing. So you don't have to worry about the typical issues with candy, right? It's, you know, it's sugar-free, fat-free, gluten-free, non-GMO, certified vegan, kosher, 
contains no soy, no dairy, no corn, no fillers, no preservatives, no hardeners, no artificial colors. So, Kenny, I mean, like, I think there's some people listening. They're like, I can't imagine having candy that doesn't have like my sugar in it. So talk about how did you get to a product that's so good? (laughs) A complete accident. (laughs) Uh, I have no background in cooking confections, (laughs) Uh, you know, CPG, nothing. So when it came to creating the xylitol product, I had no basis, nothing to work off of. And it was a complete accident. I was able to more or less harden the xylitol without having to add anything to it. And, you know, I kind of went back and forth thinking whether I should add coloring or maybe add uh, something to increase the shelf life. And I started to think more about my target market and who's really going to be buying this. And I realized with two ingredients, there's nobody out there that can say they only have two. Wow. Okay. So what are the two ingredients? So it's the all natural birch xylitol, which is the sweetener and then the natural flavor. And that's it. Okay. So you you had heard about this sweetener and, Mm -hmm. and then what, how did you go from, this is interesting concept. I can do some research online. This is something I should check out to creating candy. Like how did you figure that out? The candy itself is so simple. And that's really where I started (laughs) because I I didn't have the background to do anything complex. That's for sure. So I started off in my kitchen, just cooking it and then adding the flavoring and it tasted great. It really did right off the bat. It tasted really, really good. And I went through a couple flavors and I gave it out to a couple friends, family, did maybe five flavors, I think at the beginning. And just the response from people is really what validated that I didn't need to change anything. I didn't need to do it chocolate or add this or add that. It, right. was, it was just it was the, good the way it was. simplicity of it. Exactly. All right. So you go from this idea, I'm now cooking it in the kitchen. I've sampled it with some people and they think it's great. How did you go from that to productionalizing it? You know, and if you go to the website, I see you got with peppermint, strawberry, sour watermelon, sour black cherry. I mean, great packaging, by the way. I mean, how did you go from cooking in kitchen to product ready to go talk to retailers about? Originally started with five flavors. Uh, I was on a very minimal budget. I didn't want to sink too much money in just in case things didn't work out. And I made a list of distributors. And the very first distributor I called actually bought all my inventory oh my right off gosh. the bat. That never happens, you know. <laughs> That's so <I> amazing. <laughs> so I was way in over my head. Uh, All of a sudden, it was real. (laughs) It it was the snap of a finger. And, you know, I was making them in these little pots that I just had under my stove. And I was just buying little bags of xylitol, nothing too crazy. And then I got this huge purchase order. And it took me over a month to To make all of it. (laughs) Yeah. Full-time job. (laughs) It instantly became a full-time job. I had to go buy all this uh, commercial kitchen equipment right. and the uh, the racks and these huge pots and you know it was very monotonous. Oh. But uh, you know I, I had to fill the order and it was at that point in time that I realized okay I may be onto something. The very right. first call, my very first order, <laughs> a month they worth buy of work, all of your inventory, <laughs> everything. That's so, amazing. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a really uh, it's a really great story to tell. I keep forgetting about it because there's so much going on now, but 
thinking back, it's a really good story. Well, that was three years ago, right? So company's three yeah. years old, you're three years in now. So, okay, first purchase order, you, you work the whole month. So talk about some of the things you've learned, you know, the growing pains and the growing benefits maybe over the last couple of years of having this product come to market and evolve. Sure. Uh, what I realized is I can't do it myself. <laughs> I, <laughs> right. learned, I learned that real quick. Uh, secondly, I'm not going to make ends meet selling little tins of candy out of my kitchen. So I, I started to look really hard into trying to find a manufacturer, a co-packer, anybody could, who could help me scale this. And uh, I went through over the countries over 18 months trying to find somebody to make this for me. It really tested me. It really did. There was a lot of points in times where I just felt like I needed to give up. And uh, I just kept calling and calling and emailing. And if somebody didn't have the answer for me, I would ask if they could refer me. Right. And, to someone that might be able to help you. Right. And uh, it's such a unique product that nobody was willing to take it on. They just didn't have the equipment to basically plug and play. So I got in contact with uh, a company who said, this is us. This is what we do. We can do it. No problem. <laughs> and Wow. I had samples in my hand in about 10 days and wow. we went into full-blown manufacturing within a couple months. Wow. So like months that. and months of searching, searching, calling, calling, you know, trying to find someone and then you find one and they have, they have sample product to you in 10 days. It, it was just absolutely amazing. They really, wow. they were my angel. They just came to me and it was just so fast. It was, it was just absolutely incredible. It was what I was looking for. Okay. So then what? So you got a good partner, you got manufacturing and production now figured out and scale, I'll call it, you know, you can get to market. So, um, you know, what is, what's been your route to market? Has it been online? I know, you know, you, you've got some options here to buy on your website and find it, but, or has it been retail and what's been the, the feedback so far from consumers and retailers? Yeah. The, uh, the feedback from a lot of the retailers is this is a, a new niche that they're just starting to tap, uh, as far as the xylitol sugar free type market. And it originally started online for us, uh, selling through our website and, We've done very well there, done Amazon through Vitacost, through Azure Standard, Homestead Market, all of these great e-tailers. And uh, our primary focus right now is just distribution and really promoting the product. So we're giving a lot of samples out. We're doing a lot of uh, promotions. Uh, we teamed up with the Celiac Disease Foundation. Interesting. Interesting. Free. Yeah. So we're sponsoring a lot of their runs, uh, whether it be in New York or down in the LA area. So we're really focusing on partnering with people that are like-minded and companies that have the same outlook as we do. We're a great product. We're healthy. Um, there's so many benefits. So that's really what we've been hammering down on lately. Interesting. And what would you say is like a lesson learned or or two? You know, as you've gone through the process for those out there that have thought about, you know, launching products of building their own business in a space similar to this in the consumer product space, you know, what would be the one or two key lessons that you've taken away from your last three years? You know, it as cliche as it may sound, Justin, is that you just you can not give up. And there's going to be products that are redundant or you're trying to fit into such you know, a tight space that's just flooded and the tons of competition. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. 
but you just got to keep at it because it, it doesn't come easy. It really doesn't. Nothing does. And as I touched on earlier, there's a lot of times and there's a lot of things that came up and a lot of hurdles that I had to keep pushing through. And I doubted myself a lot. And all it takes is you know, one victory. Just no that question. point in time when I found the manufacturer, I was like, that validated <laughs> what I had done wow. for the last two years. Yeah. Amazing. So, two years. And you could right. have given up, right? I mean, that would have been done. I could and- have cut my losses. I could have either just made it a hobby, uh, right. but I just kept pushing. And I, I'm definitely glad that I did. And that's certainly my recommendation to anybody is you just cannot give up because, you know, what if, right. what if, do you want to live with the regret thinking, what if that next phone call that I made could have been it, could have been who I was looking for? No question. Wow. I think, <laughs> I don't know that you need any other advice. That's like, I think that one is, is a strong one. I mean, for anybody that's in the space of putting themselves out there, pursuing a passion, launching a new brand, product, package, anything like that, you know, and persistence pays off. And and a lot of people give up, right? For a lot of different reasons. But wow. So, okay. What's next for you as you're growing the business? Like, what are the keys to the next year or two for you as you're scaling this business? Uh, the keys for us is just growth, sales, exposure, uh, consumer interaction, consumer education, uh, as I said, we have the manufacturing in place. Uh, we can do, I believe, around 50 million of these a year now. So the, uh, the distribution is our main focus. Just going to trade shows, going to food shows, just networking with as many people as possible, and just introducing a great product to great people who need it and deserve it. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm about to order a one pound bag of the mixed berry. <laughs> love it. I think that one looks pretty good. Um, all right. So, but before we go, uh, can you share where our uh, listening audience can find you, can find your candy? I think anybody that goes and checks this out is going to find it really interesting and want to try this. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, best way would either be online, just directly through our website. Uh, there's also a store locator on our website. You can check that out, find a store near you. If you just wanted to pick up a single tin, uh, we're also on Amazon and uh, there's just a ton of options out there. I love it. Well, I can't wait. I, I, I love the flavors. I, I'm really looking forward to trying the candy and it's been awesome having you on the podcast. And I will tell you, um, you know, from working in the consumer products industry, it's going to be a lot of fun to see uh, where this goes for you. And the, and I think you're going to have a lot of fun getting that product out to, to new consumers. Yeah, it definitely doesn't seem like work when you're having fun doing it. So <laughs> it's candy it's, too. It's, I mean, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's candy. Yeah, exactly. I'm the Willy Wonka. It can't be that bad, right? Oh my God, I love it. All right, snowflakescandy.com. Kenny, thanks so much for being on the podcast. It's been awesome. Absolutely. Thanks, Justin. All right. For more information on today's topic or to access additional leadership content, tools, and resources, check out contenderbrands.com. Also, you can download other ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, every winner started as a contender. Contender.